Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of all things sex and relationships. I'm Zach, and today, joined by a very special guest, I am joined by dancer, performer, producer, all-around artist, Stella Deleur. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, very well on this very cold morning. It is cold, so I'm not about it. Don't love it. <laughs> not a huge, huge fan, but, you know, we're warm in the studio. We are. It is nice and warm in here. It is, it is. So, Stella, you are the creator of a cabaret burlesque mishmash show of many different things, Siete, the Seven Deadly Sins. Yes, I am. It's very exciting. We have lots of amazing things coming up kind of over the next 12 to 18 months, so that's very, very exciting. Could you tell us a bit about the show? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So our... Uh, oh, it's it's hard to explain. So we started as a variety night almost. So we did cabarets and sort of, uh, you know, vaudeville style shows of burlesque, drag, music, uh, poetry, spoken word, a whole lot of sort of crazy, sexy things, um, all based around the seven deadly sins. So basically each performer would have, you know, one sin. Uh, and that would be the way that they would, you know, they could interpret that however they wanted and they then would like perform that you know, in, in whatever way they saw fit and whatever sort of art form they, you know, they use. So that's how we began. And it's since then become this sort of, uh, I don't know, creative discovery of of sex and of sin and of, of the way that we use, you know, performance and, and our bodies and our interpretation, you know, to to perform sin and to perform, I don't know. It's It's hard to explain, but that's sort of the the vibe that we're going for. So there's a little bit of, you know, like... Uh, religion and and uh, all of those sorts of themes in there. There's a little bit of kink, a little bit of all, all of that good stuff, um, and we've sort of taken that to then become a bit more immersive theatre and a bit more of, you know, a cabaret cacophony, I like to say, <laughs> a barrage, you know. It's it's all a bit... It's all a bit uh, crazy, I think. It's a bit of a lot. It's a lot. It's a whole lot of a lot. Yeah, that's very, very true. Well, we are all about sin here mm. at, well, sin. <laughs> and we are all about, you know, sin here at the Naughty Root Show as well. Yes, so very welcome. good. I'm in the right place. <laughs> you are in the right place, yes. Um, so what exactly do kind of, so you said it was a variety show. Has it kind of evolved to have a more standardised format or is it still very much just a bit of whatever and different every night? A, a little bit of a little bit of all of that. So so it started as a variety night, and then as the more shows that we did, so we were running them monthly for a while. Um, but the more shows that we did, the more that I realised that they all sort of followed a similar trajectory, and it was kind of about this journey into the sinful and a journey into the deep, basically. And so we sort of took that concept and have written it into a more narrative uh, format. Um, which is which is how it has become a little bit more immersive theatre and how it has become sort of, you know, these themes that were popping up at each show. Uh, it's it's definitely evolved into more of like a, a cohesive story and a cohesive concept, I guess. So we don't have, you know, we don't have a specific narrative. We don't have like a, you know, and then this person went to hell and then this, you know, nothing like that. But we have sort of taken some of these ideas and, and created them and crafted them into a bit more of like a, a cohesive concept, if you will. Oh, very yes. cool. Mm. Wow. Well, uh, with the actual foundation of The Seven Deadly Sins, they kind of get reinterpreted and reimagined a lot. And they mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. What do they mean to you? Oh, personal question. Um, I think, oh, I don't know. I always, I have such a fascination with 
uh, you know, with like churches and religion and and with sin. And I think for me, it, it comes back to the idea of like, you know, if you look at the seven deadly sins, they're, they're things that we all sort of commit every day. And I know that sounds a bit crazy, but like, you know, like I have like lied in a job interview, for example, or like I've, you know, like I've fabricated the truth or I've I've been jealous of, you know, of someone for, for the things that they're doing and getting. And, and you know, all of these things are, um, are sinful and are sort of like, they fall under the category of the seven deadly sins. So I think that is sort of how that fascination began. And it's been really interesting to see the way that other people have interpreted them. So I don't, you know, I basically just give uh, each performer can choose their own sin and then they can do whatever they want with it, which has really created some beautiful and some crazy, um, you know, concepts and some ideas that have had have come out of our shows. So, but yeah, I don't know. How do I interpret them? That's a very, very interesting question. We're going to have to think about that one. Well, then why don't we just jump to, in that case, how have other people interpreted them? Are there any particular ones that you remember or that really stood out? Oh, there have been so many. I think... A marker of our shows, just by accident, is that someone always eats something. So we have this running joke that it's not theater until somebody eats. Um, and that has been like, we've had spaghetti all over the floor. We've had like spaghetti stuffed down pants. There's been multiple appearances of spaghetti. Um, people have eaten donuts. People have eaten chocolate. Like, you know, we've thrown donuts into the audience. It's It's been, you know, there always seems to be a bit of food that comes up, which is obviously like gluttony. Um, or greed, but there's there's been some really beautiful pieces too. So we've done lots of like spoken word pieces, and people have talked about like, you know, their own sort of sex lives and their, you know, their journeys with lust. Um, we we've had some really incredible pieces where like wrath has featured, and we've had the same performer do, you know, do perhaps lust and wrath in an evening, which means that their journey is really clear. The way that they've gone from like you know, through the love story to then be angry at their partner or angry at themselves or, you know, it's, I think everyone has interpreted it so, so differently. It's been really beautiful to like, you know, watch that, watch that evolve and watch that grow. So there's lots of standout moments, but, you know, there's also just lots of mess and eating things and that's what we love. That's why we do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And the show is going to be part of uh, Melbourne Fringe Festival this it year. It is. I'm not sure if I'm technically allowed to tell you that yet, but I'm going to. Oh. Uh, so we are we are a part of Melbourne Fringe Festival um, in 2022. It was going to be 2021, but then, you know, the whole Panini thing happened. Uh, so we have, have jumped forward into this year, which is very exciting. So that's kind of our, our big immersive theatre uh I don't know, production, I guess. And we have a few little events, uh, you know, fundraising and, and getting people excited for that coming up as well. So. Very exciting. Mm. And for the is for that, is it going to be the same cast each night or is it going to be different cast members? It's the same cast, but they're all cast members that have featured in a theatre production of some oh. sort. So we, yeah, they've either been involved in the online shows during lockdown or they've been involved from the beginning um, some of them have jumped on a little bit later because I've been like, hey, I like you and I want you to, you know, I think we could work together. Um, but, yeah, they're all the same cast. So it's, I don't know, prepare, be prepared for it to get messier each night. The more <laughs> crazed we become. Um, like the first night's just kind of a test run to test the waters a little bit. Second night, push the boundaries a little bit. Third yeah. night, just just go all out. Absolutely. And we've got, like, so all of the photographers and, and media people are coming um, you know, either on the first night or the last night. So I think it'll just be very interesting to see the way that it just gets more crazed. So 
I'm very excited. That sounds very exciting. <laughs> and uh, going to the actual sort of theming of the show, uh, you've said that it covers themes of like religion, sex, kink, sin, a lot of different things. Yeah. Where, where did the idea to bring all these things together actually kind of come from? I think it just became... Uh, sort of came from us doing the show and seeing how it happened. So you, know, I kind of, when I started, I had the, the idea of, I was like, oh, let's do Seven Deadly Sins, you know, that's seven performers, um, everyone can do whatever they want, and it'll just be lots of fun, you know, done. And then, you know, from there, I think everyone has, has interpreted it in all of those ways. I also think because of the, you know, the type of creatives that I work with and the type of uh, person that I am, a performer that I am, those themes have sort of just... Uh, come quite naturally into into the theme. So, you know, lots of our performers are queer, um, you know, some of whom have worked in, in, you know, sex industries or the kink industry or, you know, have, have sort of experiences with that. Um, I also think that, like, personal experience really comes comes through this. So, like, a lot of the themes we talk about are, you know, being worthy um, and being, you know, being inherently worthy of... Uh, which, like, I think that when you look at religion, you know, often there are, as, you know, as queer people, we're targets or as people of colour, we're targets or, you know, there's all of these things that have, have come about through discussions of religion and that has really, like, informed the way that we've created this show. So, yeah, I also think, like, you know, there's there's ideas of, like, the naughty nun, you know, and, like, you know, like the, the cross, uh, like... Um, Ah, uh, is it St. Joseph's Cross, I think? Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, you know, so there's these ideas that, that, you know, have existed for a really long time of, of the things that are forbidden and taboo um, and a little bit naughty. So, yeah, we've really kind of taken that and, and uh, I guess that has informed us as performers in the way that we've like, created this project. So. so really looking at the crossover of all of these different themes rather uh, absolutely, than just focusing yeah. on... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and rather than sort of, you know, it it sort of happened quite organically too. So I didn't set out to focus on, you know, I guess like kink and religion and the crossover between them. But it's been an interesting, I guess, case study looking at the way that those things do interact. Um, Yeah, it's been very interesting. Sounds very interesting. Mm, Lots of fun. (laughs) How long has the actual show been running for? Oh, a little while now. I think we started January two, three years ago, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say because it sort of it was just like a monthly thing, um, and it it ran for a little bit before I was like, oh, we should probably make a proper, you know, project, I guess, out of this. But I think it has been going for about three or four years. Um, Melbourne Fringe will be the first time we've tried to put some sort of cohesive narrative, you know, together. Um, but it will be it it will stay true to some of those like variety elements, and you'll you know you'll you'll still feel like you're at like a, a burlesque or a drag show or a cabaret, just while still getting some of those you know immersive immersive elements. You know, you're gonna feel some stuff. So. Right, yeah. very cool. Yeah, a few years. I don't know. Jeez. I don't know if that answered the question. Three, oh, five, no, that, that seven. Oh, well, I think it's three. Kind of leaning into then another question, uh, because the past few years have been very different from many other years. Yes, um, much. And some other sort of people I've spoken to have said that the pandemic was really a time for them to find themselves, uh, oftentimes in find themselves in sort of a sexual awakening almost style. Yeah, I love that. Do you think that <laughs> that element of the pandemic has influenced the performance at all or how you approach Ooh, the show? Oh, that's very interesting. I think, yes and no, I think that's quite an interesting question. So we, during the pandemic, we did two online shows during, you know, separate lockdowns. And both of those really focused on like like sex at home almost and like how that, you know, 
you know, everyone was sort of in the same boat of just sort of being like stuck at home and super hungry and super horny. Um, and that that really influenced where we were at in, in our, our lockdown shows. Um, I also think that like, you know, during lockdown is, is where I've spent the most time writing this show. So I think it will be quite interesting to see like, you know, when everyone comes together, how much that has really influenced you know that. So yes and no. So I don't I don't think necessarily that it has like, you know, maybe it's changed the trajectory rather than, you know, rather than being a big influence on the show. But but yeah, there were definitely some elements of, you know, we did a um we did an online show and I emceed it from the bath. And lots of that conversation in there was basically about like, you know, hello, I'm alone in the bath. Um, but also you're you're here with me as we share this crazy you know, crazy time. So yes and no, I think, I think it'll be interesting when we do get to perform it again in person to see how that has, has influenced it. Mm. And uh, talking about writing the show, you're not just a producer, but you're also a performer. Have the performances that you've done influenced Siete or? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you know, so my primary performance style is burlesque. Um, and so, you know, being a burlesque performer, that has really like influenced, you know, uh, I guess, I guess the ideas of burlesque throughout this whole this whole piece. Um, it's also like I think watching other performers has has been a really interesting way for me to be like, oh, I really like that, or you know, it's it's been interesting to see ways that I can adapt acts that I already have or that I already do into the you know into the realm of this show. So, you know, we have our, our fundraiser show next weekend, and for that show, I'm doing pieces that I've done before, but I'm I'm changing a costume element, or I'm you know I'm redoing something, or I'm I'm mixing up a song so it has a different meaning, or you know I think that has really influenced um, the show and the way that it's put together. It's all like lots of our performers are burlesque performers as well so that's been quite a good industry um you know contact I guess so the more that I perform the more that I watch other performers the more that sort of influences the style that we you know have put together for this show so so yes and no what an interesting question Mm. well going back to an earlier question then Mm -hmm. you've had a bit of time to think how, how do you have an answer for how you interpret the seven deadly sins? Oh, I don't know. You don't know. I mean, like maybe people have to wait till the show. Well, though. I mean, look, absolutely. <laughs> they also they're so vast. Like you know, gluttony is is maybe it's not just food. Like it's you know it's whatever you whatever you're addicted to, whatever you need more of. You know, or or greed. Maybe it's you know looking at the dismantling of capitalism. Like there's so many things we can talk about and so many things we can look at. So I don't know. I mean, I you can interpret them as many different things. You can. Yeah, and it's that's really cool. Yeah, and I think that's been a big part of putting the show together is like, you know, giving that to other people and saying, how do you interpret that? And people have surprised me in so many ways. Like, you know, we had a one time for Gluttony, someone did this zombie act where they were dressed as zombies and they pulled out these like, you know, spaghetti insides from their bodies and it be- and like ate each other. And like it became this whole thing that I would never have thought of for gluttony. And it was really interesting to see the way that that was like put together. And I was like, oh, that's really, you know, that's really clever. Or, you know, one time for, for greed, I literally just walked around the audience and like picked, like crawled over people and found chocolate coins under the seat and just like fed them to people in the audience. So, you know, it's, it's, 
it's all it's all so like vast. There's so many ways you can interpret it and so many things you can play with, which has been really fun um, and continues to be fun. So, so I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> well, if people do want to find out more about the show or more about yourself, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find us on the socials. Um, so Instagram, we are Siete Cabaret. So Siete underscore Cabaret. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. So that's all of our, um, you know, all of our information about upcoming events and shows will be there. I share a lot of memes. So if you like memes about, you know, I don't know, religion and, and sex and all of that good stuff, then then definitely give us a follow. Um, you can also find me on social media and that will help you kind of link the two up. So I'm Stella Delore. So Stella underscore Del, D-E-L, and then underscore Lure, L-U-R-E. And that's where you can find all the good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Naughty Rude Show. Thank you so much for joining me on the Naughty Rude Show. It's been lovely to talk to you. It's been lovely to find out a bit more about this show and a bit more about burlesque in general and sort of, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Make sure you stay tuned to the Naughty Rude Show and make sure you check out Siete, The Seven Deadly Sins. Thank you for your time. See you soon. 